0: الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد باب كيفية السلام يستحب أن يقول المبتدئ بالسلام السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Fayati bidlamir al Jam'i wa inkanan musallamu alehi wa hidan wayakul mujibu wa aleykum salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu fayati bi al atfi fi kolihi wa aleykum. The chapter regarding how to say salam. So, Imam Nabu rahimullah ta'ala he makes a, a, a small forward to This chapter from his own kalam. Usually he lets the Quran and Hadith do his talking, but every now and then he will uh, add a little bit of extra explanation where it's warranted and appropriate. He said that it's recommended for the one who initiates salam to say Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. That's the optimal way of greeting a person. <laughs> And a person will do so in the plural form. You say "Assalamu alaikum. The 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 singular form would be "Assalamu alaika," "Assalamu alaiki," uh, and then the the dual form would be "Assalamu alaykumah." The feminine plural form would be "Assalamu alaykuna." You're not going to use any of them. You'll use the the mixed plural uh, 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 form "Assalamu Alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu" um, for reasons we mentioned before, because the salam includes It includes the angels as well that are with a person that are more than just two, as most people think. Um, And the person who responds to that salam should say, uh, Wa alaikumussalam. You say, Wa alaikumussalam, not wa alaikumussalam. Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And uh, this is another interesting thing that grammatically speaking, you should say wa alaykum assalamu, just like you say assalamu alaykum. There's a dhamma on the meme. Wa alaykum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. If you're just gonna stop at wa alaykum assalam, then then there's a sukun on the meme. If you're going to carry on and add wa rahmatullahi and you're gonna add wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, you say wa alaykum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is the proper way of saying it. You will hear a lot of people make a mistake in this. They'll say wa alaykum mas with a fatha on the meme, which is incorrect. You will especially hear this mistake from people who uh, uh, come from culturally Arab backgrounds but have not studied uh, sarf or nahu. This is called the sila, the, the, the mimul jama'ah, the meme that denotes a plural. Antum, kum hum. Uh, 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 this meme uh, uh, it, it, it's uh, uh, has a sukun, but also has a what they call a wasl with it. That that it, there's a a bad or a wow that that comes with it in poetry and in other uh, in other places. And when there's إجتماع sakinain and alif laam and before it there's a sukun, then that that that, that, dhamma, uh, uh, that dhamma sound will come out of it. So you'll say وعليكم السلام. Uh, that's why you say humu valimun. you don't say hum huma valimun, etc when you read uh when you read in the Quran so it happens from time to time also if you notice when we read when we pray when we recite Quran in the in the prayer if uh, uh i'm reciting warsh or things like that you'll say uh if, you'll say uh for example if there's a hamzat qata after the meme uh then you'll say something like uh, uh, فَلَهُمُ lahum غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ so that's the same thing that there is a there's a a, a, a waw or a dhamma that's there after every mim jamaa there there's another narration which also comes from medina uh which is also narrated from nafi uh, other than warsh it's called qalun and in qalun every single meme you you read the the, the sila. So you So this is also this is also a, this is also qira'ah of the Quran because it's also a proper way of speaking Arabic um, and uh, at any rate here you'll say wa السَّلَامِ because there's the alif lam before the the salam and that's a sukun, and the meme has a sukun, so you'll see that dhamma come out of the meme. So you say wa alaykum assalam, and you don't say alaykum assalam. You say wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa al-husayn مَرَانِ ta'ala الْحُسَيْنِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمَا قَالَ جَاءَ رَجُلٌ إلَى النَّبِيِّ wa اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ فَقَالَ السَّلَامُ فَرَدَّ عَلَيْهِ فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عشر ثم جاء اخر فقال السلام عليكم ورحمه الله فرد عليه فجلس فقال عشرون ثم جاء اخر فقال السلام عليكم ورحمه الله واسام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته فرد عليه فجلس فقال 30 رواه ابو داود والترمذي وقال حديث حسن Sayyidina Ibran ibn Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhumah narrates that that uh, that uh, that the that, uh, he that a man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and he said to him, As-salamu alaykum. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa returned the salam either by saying As-salamu alaykum or by saying As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. The narrators have some discussion of what must of the radha of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam have been it probably was assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullah wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi barakatuh wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa, wa, rahmatullahi wa-, wa rahmatullahi so the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam answered him he said assalamu Alaikum. the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam answered him uh, and then the man sat down and then the prophet sallallahu said 10 by the way when we say the name of rasulullah and i say sallallahu alayhi wasallam you should say sallallahu alayhi wasallam too there's a great many of the muhaddithin. They reached quite a very high maqam in, in in spiritually, just because their job was to say salat and salam on the Prophet <laughs> salam, again and again in the day, uh, um, despite the fact that they were concentrating on memorizing hadith and different pathways of narration, etc., etc. But uh, when they when you you know comes in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi whenever someone says salat and salam on me, Allah taala returns my ruh to me. And I, I, I answer, uh, and I answer. And I answer that salat and salam. This is why the ulama say that saying salat in salam and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is one of the, 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 the or is out of the adhkar of Allah ta'ala, the one that's guaranteed to be accepted whether you're mindful or unmindful. Because the acceptance of it, part of it will be enhanced by your mindfulness. But if you're unmindful, the part that the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa answers, that part is going to be accepted whether you're mindful or not. So at any rate, this person enters in and says "Assalamu alaikum." Said "Narasul wasalam." Answered him. Then he sat down. Then the Prophet sallallahu said ten. Then another man came and said "Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah." And then the Prophet sallallahu answered him. And then he sat down. And then the Prophet sallallahu said twenty. Then another man came and said "Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu." And the Prophet answered him, and then he sat down, and then the Prophet said, thirty. Meaning what? The interpretation of this is that Al Hassanatubi Ashri Amthaliha, every good deed is rewarded ten times, at ten times its its worth. So by saying assalamu alaikum, you get ten rewards. How many rewards you get, Aisha? How many? Abdullah? If you say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi, how many you get? 20 and if you say assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh how many do you get 30 30 so that was pretty easy wasn't it yeah so does it make sense that you should say assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh yeah. cuz that's pretty easy swab from allah taala right yeah. right and it didn't cost you anything and your mama didn't yell at you or your baba and you didn't have to go to your room and like you didn't have to take out garbage and you didn't have to like you know Take laundry downstairs. It was pretty easy, wasn't it? How many rewards? Thirty. 30. Okay. So hadith narrated by Abu Dawood and tirmidhi and he said hadith hasan And said na Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu ata anha callat kalala li rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallamu. Hada jibrilu Yaqala wa alaykis salam. Kalaat kultu wa alayhi salaamu wa rahmatulahyu barakatuhu. مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ وَهَكَذَا وَقَعَ فِي بَعْضِ رِوَايَاتِ الصَّحِيْحَيْنِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ فِي بَعْضِهَا وَزْيَادَةُ الثِقَةِ مقبولة. So, this is a hadith in which Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was with her. And uh, uh, Sayyidah Jibril came to him sallallahu alayhi wa and the Prophet وسلم, said to the to uh 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 Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha that Jibreel uh says, brings his salams or recites his salam to uh, upon you. And Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha uh uh then replied uh uh Wa, alayhi salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jibreel says as salamu alaiki. He says salam to you, he says a salamu alaikhi to you. Ya Aisha. And uh, uh, she said what? Wa alaykum as-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And on him be peace and the mercy of Allah Ta'ala and his barakat as well. Uh, and this is what? This is a, uh, a, a, a hadith in which there's a number of important considerations. One is one of the reasons we say the Aisha, who somebody is named after, one of the reasons say the aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha the prophet sallallahu gave her so much attention from amongst the wives so much so that even say the Soda bint zam'a one of the wives of the prophet sallallahu in order to make him happy she gave her turn up to him up to her said my my turn you can spend it with aisha why is it the 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 prophet sallallahu one of many reasons that he uh, had had a preference for Aisha, not a preference in his treatment of his wives, because he tri- treated them equally. But a, the 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 legal responsibility for a man who has many wives is that he should treat them equally uh, in 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 terms of the the time that he spends with them, in terms of nights, and in terms of how he you know, if he buys a gift for one, he has to buy a gift for others. These are all like material and very legalistic treatments. There's no uh, obligation in the heart to love everybody equally because it wouldn't even be possible even if a person wanted to do it. Uh, and that much is even even recognized in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you're not going to be able to be equal that much with, with your with your wives. And so... Why is it that Sayyidah Aisha ta'ala anha had this maqam with uh, the Prophet wasalam, above the other wives? Perhaps the only wife that had a maqam above her in the in, in the Prophet ﷺ's heart was Sayyidah Khadija ta'ala anha, and he told her that one time. But why did she have such a high maqam amongst the uh, uh, Azwaj Mutahharat and Ummahatul Mu'mineen ta'ala anhuna, is one of the reasons and I think which is the main reason is that the Wahy used to come down more when the Prophet ﷺ was with her than with any of the other wives. And there's great hikmah. Why is that the case? Allah knows best. But what are some benefits of it? There's great hikma in it. Say the Aisha Anha by far was the youngest of the wives of the Prophet ﷺ. She was very young when the Prophet uh married her. She was nine years old when the Prophet married her. And now there's all this other like cultural baggage that people are gonna bring up about this, that, and the other thing. The fact of the matter is not only was it very normal, it's still very normal in many parts of the world, and it's very normal for all of uh, all of us. You're saying, what am I? I'm not gonna marry a nine year old. Yes, don't do it because you're gonna end up in jail. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, right? The Prophet wa sallam, wasn't, you know, his nubuah is not there to tell you what age of a person to marry. His nubuah is there to give you salvation with Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the idea is what? Is that is that all of us, I challenge every one of you go home and like see three generations up in your own family, you know how old was uh how old was uh, uh you know our four mothers when they bore children, all of them were very young. Uh I I maybe I mentioned this in dars before. That, uh, 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 that, that what, that uh, there was one, uh, Mufti Abdullah Nana went and vis- visited Mulana Latifah Rahman Behraichi, he's a and in Makkah Mukarrama, and he asked him, uh, 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 you know, that I'm looking for the riwayat regarding the age of Sayyidah Aisha radiAllahu ta'ala anha, and, uh, um, you know, is this, you know, this riwayah what about this riwayah what about that riwayah what about this, that, and the other thing. And so he answered all of his questions, and then the sheikh he said to Mufti Abdullah he says I'll give you a dalil you won't or a, a, a dalil you won't find anywhere else. He goes he goes he goes what's that? He says my mother forget about forget about consummating her marriage. That my mother bore me when she was nine year years old. Okay, so at this point it's it's one of those things. Look, there's two things I mention this all the time: polygamy and 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 child marriage. They're completely. Uh, culturally like offensive to people nowadays it's fine if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it nobody's forcing you putting a gun to your head or saying you're even you're a bad muslim if you don't do it but don't be like too cool for school and like oh act like this is some sort of immoral something or another all of our forefathers did it so you can either accept that mashallah western liberal white people are like uh, 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 the singularity from which virtue emanates and we were all animals before they taught us how to live or you can be like yeah you know People did it because it suited their lifestyle. If it suits my lifestyle, there wouldn't be anything wrong with it. And if it doesn't, that's fine as well. Because this is not a matter of wahi. This is not a moral issue. This is not a moral issue. Uh, but at any rate, say Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, anha, what's a hikmah of her? She's far, The point that we got distracted with the tangent with is what? She's the youngest of the Prophet sallallahu wives. What is a big hikmah in her the Prophet وسلم, the sunan of the Prophet وسلم, being revealed and the wahi being revealed uh, to the Prophet وسلم, when he's with her. Is that she's the one who will by far like live for a very long time and she's the one that uh, uh, will be one of the mukathirin, the riwayah, the ones that narrate so many hadith of the Prophet وسلم, The before narrators that by far narrate more hadith than anybody else Sidna abu hurairah radiallahu anhu saidna abu sa'id al-khudri radiyallahu ta'ala anhu saida aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha saidna abdullah ibn amr ibn al-aas radiyallahu ta'ala anhum uh they're they're the ones that the majority of the hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam i would not say majority but i would say that they're the top 4 narrators by far like by a long shot compared to the other hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that are narrated it's from them and amongst those four there are many things the Aisha radiallahu ta'ala Anha was privy to that nobody else was because she saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa inside the home. And so there's a great hikmah with it. And so inasmuch as the Prophet, وسلم, the thing that made him Rasulullah, the thing that made him the Sayyidul al is is what is the wahi that he received. Inasmuch as that wahi was uh, uh you know what what made him who he was, he receives it more when he's with her. And that's a source of happiness for him, and it's a it's a reason that she's also a, uh uh you know somebody that when she's around it's a, a, a source of happiness for, for Rasulullah sallallahu This is why the, the believers love Sayyidina Aisha radhiyallahu anha, and this is why having uh rust in your heart uh, for her anha is a, a a sign of nifaq. Uh, so say, this, this hadith is what? This is, hadith is within that context, right? The, is that Sayyidina Jibreel came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi and that's, what do you think is the maqam of Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha? Sayyidina Khadija radiallahu anha, this happened as well. The Sayyidina Jibreel came, came and said salam to to uh, Sayyidina Khadija as well and he said salam to Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha as well. Uh and she with great adab said, Wa alayhis salamu, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. She read the entire greeting back to him, uh. And in certain narrations it comes that she said, Wa rahmatullah, in certain narrations it says Wa rahmatullahi wa Rakatuhu. Wa ziyadu tikati makbulatun. Uh Imam Nawawi radiyallahu ta' alanhu rahimullah, he comments that the that when you have when this happens, when you have two narrations of the same uh hadith or the same incident. And a thiqah, thiqah is like the top level of narrator, right? Thiqah is like a, a firm narrator, a trustworthy narrator. Uh, when that top level of narrator uh, narrates the same hadith that other people do, but he narrates some more words with it, um, then the 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 extra words that are narrated by that thiqah, by that by that trustworthy narrator, they're accepted. Why? Because there are certain narrations that fall short because the narrators have doubt about the the, the words. Was it narrated like this or like that? So if a muhaddith has a doubt, is it wa rahmatullahi barakatu or wa rahmatullah? Well, in both cases, wa rahmatullah is there, wa barakatu. There's some doubt about it, so they'll just narrate what they know and they'll just stop. It doesn't necessarily mean that 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 the speech or the incident stopped. But they only narrated that part of the incident up until that they were 100% sure and if they had some doubt about it, they would stop. And so if one of the upright and trustworthy narrators is completely sure that the that, that extra is there, that, that, that's acceptable. They, they consider that also. They don't consider that to be weak, that why is this only one guy narrating this and all the other people are not narrating. If he's an upright narrator, they know he's not going to narrate the extra unless he is 100% sure that that's also part of the hadith as well uh so this is a this is a uh a uh, uh, kind of a rule in usul hadith ziyadut thiqati maqbul maqbula i should say um and there's there's a uh 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 a narration in bukhari as well uh, of this incident And aisha aisha radhiyallahu anha qalat tara Mala nara ya rasul allah eh uh, innahu yara malika hina Ivan wala uh, wa tarahu um, and and she commented that the Rasul sallallahu at that point she she had commented to him after saying salam to, uh, to, to the angel Jibreel alayhi salam she commented that Ya Rasulullah you see what we don't see meaning say, says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam, saw the, the angel Jibreel say that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, could, not see, could not see him uh, and it is possible for a person even who is not a Nabi to see an angel but uh, uh, she didn't see uh, the angel at that time. This should remind us of something Allah Ta'ala says in his book. He says, That Muhammad وسلم, is not the father of any of your men. Meaning, your, your, your connection to him or your respect for him is not a normal connection or respect. Rather, he is what? He is the messenger of Allah and the seal of the prophets. Uh, meaning he Allah Ta'ala sent him uh, with, with his message and you believe him and he says he, he says, and you obey. There's no, you know, it's, it's not like a, a, a friend type relationship or even a human type of hierarchical relationship. And the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, that's how they were with him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's how, how they were with him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That he would say something, they would believe him. And that's why they were the... That's why they're the khairul qurun, the best of generations, because they believed him, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And if he was a liar, it wouldn't have worked out. But I think it worked out pretty well for them, don't you? They seem to have done okay, mashallah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Because nobody's going to be reading books about you and you and me and like debating about the 20 narrators that we said something one time and what the wisdom and hikmah is. Because there's not a whole lot of wisdom or hikmah in really much of what we do, to be very frank with you. Allah Ta'ala, uh, have mercy on us. أنسن رضي الله أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كان إذا تكلم بكلمة أعادها ثلاثا حتى يفهم عنه وإذا أتى على قوم rawahu al ثلاثا رواه البخاري وهذا كان الجمع kathiran so it's narrated, Sidna Anas radiallahu ta'ala who narrates that the Prophet sallallahu um, when he would speak, he would repeat things three times. You'll see that the kalam of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is oftentimes very simple and very direct. And he would repeat it again and again often. Uh, and this is what? Because he's a nabi of everybody, of the umayyin as well. So he was very careful to make sure everybody understood what he was talking about. And so one of the techniques he would use is he would repeat things that he said three times. Uh, And he didn't have long and uh, uh, aesthetically chiseled discourses. Rather, the things he said were very simple to the point... And uh, uh, he would often repeat things that he said, and it helped people to remember, you know, what he was saying or get the point. And if he came to a, a large group of people and would say salam to them, he would say salam three times. This doesn't mean like you come to like a, a party and there's like 20 people and you're like As-Salaamu alaikum salam alaikum salam alaikum. You're it. You know, it's not. It's <laughs> it's not. It's not like that. It's like when there's a real large group of people and not everyone will hear. He would repeat. He would repeat the salam. Every now and then, three times, as well. This is something I could also use because when I, I, unfortunately, I don't really like listen to myself when I talk. But like in bands and something, like I got bored and I got bored one place, so I listen to my own band on SoundCloud. I notice one thing: I talk really fast, <laughs> and I don't repeat anything I say. And uh, uh, people are probably like, "What is this guy talking about?" So that's not the you know do as I say not as not not as I do I guess right. Uh, the Rasulullah ﷺ spoke slowly, clearly, and he would repeat things that bore repetition. He would repeat them three times. <laughs> fa yusallimu fa yusallimu aw fa yusallima tasleeman la yuqidhunaaiman wa yusmi'ul yaqdhana fajaa'a an-nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu sallama fa kama kana yusallimu rawahu muslim and this is about the 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 adab in like frankly just like common sense that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa carried himself with Sayyidina Miqdad bin Aswad anhu narrates uh, as a snippet of a longer hadith that he said that we used to um, give to the Prophet وسلم, a portion of the milk when we'd milk our animals, right? What, what time do you milk animals? Early morning. Huh? Early morning. Isha. Isha. Isha is when, when the camels, if you want to milk camels, Isha is the time. that's the time that the animals uh, uh, that's the time when the animals are like okay, you can do this. Because you have to understand if you're milking a cow or you're milking a camel uh, you know being fellow mammals we can sympathize with the probability that being milked is not It's somewhat of an invasive type procedure right? So if the animal doesn't like you or if they're not ready or prepared or uh, 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 comfortable. You could end up getting kicked in the face, and getting kicked in the face by like a cow is probably gonna hurt quite a bit. Uh, so, so yeah, the time that the the, the that the, the animals are like, okay, fine, whatever. As far as the uh, milking is concerned, generally is after is at, at isha time, meaning a little bit after the sunset, but before it's time to go to sleep. So he said that we used to, uh, we used to uh, uh, milk the animals. And this is actually one thing, the Bedouins, when they when they, uh, when they became Muslim, when they accepted Islam in large numbers. Rasulullah gave special instructions to the sahaba that the time for milking, the word for that time is Atama. The Bedouins call it Atama. Atama is the time of the night, when like the first third of the night is gone, when the animals are comfortable being milked. Um, and so they just started calling Isha, because that's the time that Isha comes in, they just started calling Isha Salatul Atama. And so that was one of his special instructions that don't let the Bedouins uh, uh, mess with you on this. Insist on calling it Isha because that's the actual name of the prayer. So uh, uh, he said that we used to send to the Prophet ﷺ or set aside for the Prophet وسلم, a share uh, or his share from the milk that we would milk from our animals. So he came one night and he, uh, and he said Salaam to, to, to us in such a way that it didn't wake up the one who was already asleep, because it's night time, it didn't wake up the one who was already asleep, um, but the one who was still awake would still hear it. Uh, 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 and so he came and he, he, he did that, uh, in this one incident that he was narrating, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So there's a couple of things, one, Islam is important, so do it. B, don't be like, you slam to like annoy the snot out of other people because look Rasulullah Sallam. If it was one of those things that's like, you know, jihad fi sabirilai busting you know with like two a sword in each hand or whatever, <laughs> he would have woke everyone up and like not been, you know, and someone said, I was sleepy. Said the I'm gonna say the hak anyway. It's not no, it's not something that you're supposed to you know go on like like that like you know guns blazing, uh, but like in 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 classical Arabic, no. Just say the salam. He he had enough tax sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said it loud enough that the people who were awake would hear, but not so loud that the people who weren't awake would would wake up. Uh, sallallahu Wasallam. And this is also another thing that people used to go to sleep at that time. The sunnah to go to sleep right after Isha. If you have some light things that you need to take care of, take care of them, go right to sleep after Isha. This is one of the things we're so horrible about. We're like I'm like the guiltiest of everybody. But the fact of the matter is, in you know, if your sleep cycle is not correct, uh, your sleep pattern is not correct, it's going to mess up all these other things in your health. You're going to have all this, like cortisol stress hormone in your bloodstream all the time it's gonna make your diabetes worse it's gonna make your soft tissue degenerate your digestive system all this other sicknesses your body has a you know ways of treating itself from all sorts of diseases without having to take a a, a medical doctors uh, prescriptions and uh, uh, you know they're only prescribing that stuff because the pharmaceutical company takes them out to dinner like twice a year or like for a vacation in mexico or god knows what which would be nice, I I have nothing, I have no, I officially declare that I have no qualms with taking vacation in Mexico, uh, it's just that I don't want to like make another man rich uh, taking drugs that really I don't need, because I probably should just go to sleep after Salat uh, uh for, you know, for that stuff, there's certain times that the body, because the body's aware, it doesn't matter what shift you are, you can't get used to being awake at night, uh, there's certain times the body needs sleep, the body's aware of when the sun is out. It's aware of when when all these things happen, um, and uh, the the sleep that you have, if you get five hours of sleep or six hours or eight hours of sleep at different times, it's of different qualities. The sleep after asr and the sleep after after uh, 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 fajr is 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 not so useful. The sleep af- right after the most beneficial sleep in the day is the sleep that's right after isha. So uh, I just heard somebody forwarded me uh, 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 someone telling a story about Hazrat Sheikh Zakaria that he said that one hour of sleep uh, directly after praying Isha uh, will give you the rest that that uh, 3 hours of sleep in another time won't be able to give you and uh, it's something that uh, you know we've experienced before one thing that will mess with that is all this artificial lighting and looking at your phone too long so you know push the button connect the dots oh, And say, say that in asma'i ألف واحد عن سيدتنا أسماء بنتي يزيد رضي الله تعالى عنها أن أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مر في المسجد يوما وعسبت من النساء قعود فألوع بيده بالتسليم رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن وهذا محمول على أنه صلى الله عليه وسلم جمع بين الألفاظ والإشارة uh, ويؤيده أن في رواية أبو أبي داوودا فسلّم علينا. It's a of Sayyidah Asma' bint Yazid رضي الله تعالى عنها that the Prophet وسلم, once passed by the masjid and a a a a, a, a crew of a, a, a large crew or group of women were sitting and so he 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 waved with his hand uh, uh, he f- flagged with his hand to say salam uh and Nawawi, imam Nawi rahimahullah wa taala his his opinion was that, that 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 not only did he wave he also said salam as well and uh um and there's a narration uh that's in abu dawood in which it says fa meaning that he also said salam uh, uh but i assume that the fact that he even mentions that means that it is a uh 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 that it is a uh, that it is a difference of opinion. One Sayyidina Sayyidina uh uh Abijurayin al uh hujaimi cala uhallahu alayhi wa sallam of Alayka alaykha salaam we are Rasulullah. Kala la ataqulla alaykus salam. فَإِنَّ عَلَيكَ السَّلَامُ تَحِيَّةُ الْمُوَتَى رَوَاهُ أَبُو دَاوُدَ وَالتِرْمِذِيُّ وَقَالَ حَدِيثٌ حَسَنٌ صَحِيحٌ وَقَدْ سَبَقَ الْلَّفْظُهُ بِطُولِهِ it's a hadith that we narrated uh, that that we sorry we read and was narrated and we read before in darsh as well in noy imam Nawi rahimullah taala he he mentions that it's a it's a repetition that uh, 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 that uh, uh, abu Juray uh Al H he said that uh, I came to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and I said alaykus alaikas salam we So on the surface of it it's the same thing Assalamu salamu alayk alayk salam it's just it's the same thing, you just switch the order up. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said don't say alaykha salam uh because alaykha salam is the 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 greeting of the dead. It is the, the 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 greeting of the dead. Babun, babun, babu. Adab salami aib al nadri ila muaddihi wa mubarada bihi. This is a chapter with uh, this is a chapter of the adab or the etiquettes of salam. Before we the chapter of how to give salam, this is a chapter of the other etiquettes of salam the proper way about, of going about giving salam uh looking at both the one who is giving the salam and then also the one who is carrying the salam so you can say send my salam to so and so what are the etiquettes of of, of that An sayyidina abi Hurairah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala yusallimu Rakibu 'ala al-mashi wal-mashi 'ala al-qa'id wal-qalilu Qalilu al-kathir muttafaq 'alayhi wa fi riwayatin lil-bukhari was-saghir 'ala al-kabir Abu Huraira Ta'ala anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa he said um, the rider should greet the, the the one who is walking. The rider should greet the one who is walking, uh, and the one who is walking should greet the one who's sitting, and the smaller group should greet the larger group. And in the narration of bukhari it, it's added that the younger one should greet the older and uh, uh allahu alam uh, you know but possibly some of the hikmah in this is that the rider is uh the rider isn't in, in such a position that uh, uh you know it's from his rahmah that he should have on the person who's walking that he shows them respect uh just like that the person who is walking Uh, should likewise show respect for the person who's sitting also for practical reasons that the person who's sitting may not see the the one who's walking and the smaller group should uh, greet the bigger group It should acknowledge the bigger group and the younger should greet the elder because of the general uh, 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 including of respecting elders and good akhlaq of respecting elders and good akhlaq mashaAllah somebody made amal on this someone drive by slammed me today I was in a parking lot they come up real close, scared the daylights out of me, <laughs> rolled down their window and said salam. And then, I was like, ah, did I wear blue today? What's going on? But, khair. عن أبي أمامة رضي الله تعالى عنه سُدَيِّ بني عِجْلَانَ الْبَاهِلِي قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إِنَّ أَوْلَ النَّاسِ بِاللَّهِ مَنْ بَدَأَهُمْ بِالسَّلَامِ Rawahu Abu Dauda bi Isnadin Jayidin, Warawa who Tirmidhiu an Abi Umamata, Kila Yarasulahi, Rajulani Yaltakiyani, Ayuhuma Bada Abis Salam, Al Olahuma Bilahi Ta'ala, Kala Tirmidhiu Hadithun Hassan. Sidna Abu Umama Sudayibni Ejlan al Bahili. Abu Umam al Bahili is a, a, a well known companion of the Prophet Sallallahu Alahi Wasallam. He said that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said the one who has the the one who's closest to Allah Ta'ala. Ola is what? Right? Like Kabir means what? What does Akbar mean? Al Akbar means the biggest. Akbar means what? Mm-hmm. Bigger. Right? So who's a wali? He's a friend of Allah Ta'ala. And who's Olah? He's even walier than the wali is. Okay? So I'm, I'm trying to put, the reason, I mean, obviously this is kind of a weird way of saying it, but this, sometimes you, because English doesn't have like sarf, so sometimes you can say things funny, but like you'll exactly like understand what the point is. The waliest person of Allah Ta'ala, the one who's the most wali of, of Allah Ta'ala, اول, inna nas, inna بالله, the one who has the most wilaya wali- with Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is the one who uh, starts the salam, who says the salam first. And the, the context of this hadith is another narration, this, because this is the narration of Abu Dawud. The context of this hadith is another narration, which is in Tirmidhi, uh, also from Sayyidina Abu Umayyam radiallahu ta'ala anhu. It's said, it's asked, O Messenger of Allah, two, meet, two men meet with one another. Two men meet with one another. And obviously it's not just, it has to do with men. Uh, because uh, Rajul is the one who uh, discharges his responsibilities and in that sense you know I mentioned it before in Dars I think that, that that the sifa of Rajula has been also described. there have been women who've been described with it. There are many males who lack it and there are some females that that, 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 that have it as well that when two men meet one another, which one of, uh, 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 which one of them should begin the salaam? And so the question is like what? Should be the older. Should be the one riding. Should that's the type of answer they're trying to look for. Rasulullah Sallam trying to tell him tell the answer something different. They're trying to ask who should give the salam first, right? Should the person who's richer? Should the person who's whatever um, from Quraysh, Whatever. What are, What are they looking for? They're looking for some rule like that. So they ask two men meet one another. Who should begin or who should say salam first? Um, and because that's also part of that is the, the, the culture of jahiliya as well that, 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 that they were accustomed to from before their Islam Which is all about what? It's all about posturing and showing how big you are and how tough you are And just doing all this kind of macho like showing off and things like that The person who postures well and enters the room in such a way that like he asserts his authority That person is like a very uh, that person is like a, a real like you know, he's a real tough dude. The one who's tougher than him who didn't care, because <laughs> he, he's like you know what? What am I gonna get? What am I gonna get from you people? When was the last time you met a, a group of donkeys, five or more donkeys, and you tried to gain their respect? You're like, okay, they're donkeys. I'm gonna go stand over there now, right? It's not. It's not a b- anyway. So, khair, so the Prophet said, liya, don't worry about all that stuff." So they, they asked, they asked, "Who is the, who, which? When two men meet each other, which one should begin with salam?" Uh, and uh, 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 he said, "Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the one who who has more reliance with Allah Taala, Allahumma Billahi Taala, the one who has more reliance with Allah Most High. Whichever one that is, that one can go ahead and say salam first. When you put it that way, it's kind of like, yeah, I want to, <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> Mashallah." The chapter with, regard, with regards to the preference to repeat salam uh, to the person who you meet again and again, even if it's like after a very short separation, uh, like someone went in and then came out and then went in uh, uh you know in a, at one time or two people are walking and a tree comes between them or something like that so lo- long chapter name and said said you know abi huraira radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu, fi hadith al musii salatahu annahu jaa'a rajul fa salla thumma Jaa ila nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Faradda sallama alayhi salam uh, fa radda alayhi salama فقال ارجع fa' فإنك لم تصلي فرجع فصلى ثم جاء فسلمه على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حتى فعل ذلك ثلاث مرات. Sayed Abu Hurairah رضي الله عنه it's a snippet uh, of a longer hadith which also I remember we read here in in the ribat actually uh, regarding the person who wasn't praying well the person who wasn't praying very in a pro, praying properly that he came to the that that uh, uh, he came. That a man came and he prayed. Then he came to the Prophet ﷺ and said salam to him. And the Prophet ﷺ replied to the salam. Uh, and then he said, go back and pray because you didn't pray. And then he uh, uh, came back. And, and, he, sorry, he went back and he prayed. And then he came to the Prophet ﷺ once more and said salam. Uh, 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 and uh, the Prophet ﷺ uh, uh, responded. And this whole thing happened three times. Meaning what? They're all in the same place. It's not like they're separated by a whole like huge distance or whatever. It's just that he went to pray. But that was enough to warrant saying salam again. And Rasulullah ﷺ said, go pray again. You didn't pray properly. He didn't say, why are you saying salam again? That's the, the, I guess, Imam Nawawi's point in including this. Shajaratun, Shajaratun o Jidarun, o Hajarun, ثم لقية فاليسلم عليه, Rawahu Abu Dawood. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala, who narrates that the Prophet said, If one of you should meet his brother, then let him say salam to him. Uh, and if uh, there should intervene between the two of them a tree, or a wall, or a large rock, uh, and then, the, then you see each other again. Then say salam again. And this is this is a, a known habit of the Sahaba anhum. It's a known habit of the Sahaba radhiAllahu anhum. Inshallah, we'll mention it again at the time. But since Mashallah, we have Mashallah a very uh, haram sharifi crew up in here. I may as well mention the masla when you're in haram. This is also the importance of the talbiya and ihram Labbayk, Allahumma labbayk, Which, mashallah, uh, 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 I guess, I guess a lot of Americans are too cool for, because they don't really do it a whole lot. They like do it in the beginning, and then they're like, hey, you know, this and that and other thing. That's totally irrelevant to why you're there. Uh, for God's sakes, you're in, you're in the middle of the desert wearing two sheets of cloth. You, you, one would think you'd get the message that you're supposed to be doing something else right now. But whatever. MashaAllah, America, you know we we carry a little bit of it wherever we go. I, for one, and oftentimes' embarrassed to tell people that uh tell people i <laughs> like, where are you from? where are you and I'm in Pakistan i don't know I don't know these guys but <laughs> but uh uh um, which is not a recommendation. if you are proud to be American, that's okay uh uh, you know. And I was born here. I'm not in, from Pakistan. They won't let me into their country without a visa. So, I guess in some ways it's not entirely true. But the point is, is that what don't I mean? The the the, the talbiyah is important. The talbiyah is important, and the dalil of its importance is what is the sunnah is when you're in ihram, that when two people meet each other who are in ihram, they should, on the occasion of meeting each other, both of them should say the talbiya first, and then they say salam to each other. So all this importance for salam, then that means that when you're in ihram, the Talbiya is that much more important. باب استحباب Salami ala. Uh, sorry, sorry. إذا دخل بيته قال الله تعالى فإذا دخلتم بيوتا فسلموا على أنفسكم تحيئة من عند الله مباركة طيبة The chapter, with re, uh, chapter regarding the recommendation of saying salam when a person enters their own house. <laughs> Allah Most High says, if you enter houses, if you enter into houses, then say salam uh, to yourself or upon yourself uh, as a greeting from Allah Ta'ala, which is blessed and pure. Uh, and the sunnah is what? That when a person enters into their own home, and no one's, if someone's home, you say salamu alaikum to the people who are home. But like when you guys get home, Baba's not home, you guys just get home from school or whatever and you're the first one to run through the door. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to say, it. "Look at me." You're supposed to say "Assalamu alayna wa ala ibadillah salihin," like you'd say in the salat. What do you say it? "Assalamu alayna." No, 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 don't finish it. Say it. "Assalamu alayna." "Wa ala Smile, did you know that? Say it, Salamu alayna. Oh, you tell your Baba on your way home, okay? In the car, you say it to him, then, okay? You'll say it to him, okay, As-salamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin. Just like it's in the Tashahud in the prayer as well, right? And that's that's Allah Taala so say it, and then consider a greeting from Allah Taala for you that's mubarak and tayyib. That's 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 blessed and is is pure. عن أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قال, قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يَا بُنَيَّ إِذَا دَخَلْتَ عَلَى أَهْلِكَ فَسَّلِّمْ يَكُنْ بَرَكَةً عَلَيْكَ وَعَلَى أَهْلِ بَيْتِكَ رَوَاهُ الترمِذِيُّ وَقَالَ حَدِيثٌ حَسَنٌ صَحِيْحٌ Sayyidina Anas رضي الله تعالى عنه, he said that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu الله عليه وسلم said to me. And so Sayyidina Anas رضي الله تعالى عنه was seven years old when Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم made hijra to Madina Munawara. And then he served the Prophet ﷺ for seven years. Uh, he was a servant of the Prophet He'd be sent to the house for seven years. He'd be sent to the house just to help, help, help you know with the chores of the household. And so he said that the Messenger of Allah ﷺ said to me, "Oh dear son, when you enter, uh, uh, when you enter your own house and uh, enter upon your own family, then say salaam to them because it will be a, a blessings on you." and blessings on the on the the members of your household. Babu Salami al-sibyan. An Anas radiAllahu ta'ala anhu annahum marra ala sibyan fa alayhim wa qala kana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaf'aluhu muttafaq alayhi. Sayyid Anas radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu again uh, 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 one of the uh, the mukathirin fil hadith I think I erroneously said Abdullah bin Amr bin Asr radiallahu wa ta'ala an earlier it's Anas bin Malik radiallahu wa the fourth Aisha Anas uh, 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 Abu Huraira and, and uh, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu wa ta'ala an ajma'in Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu and he knows these things why so what does he say he says that the hadith from narrated from Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu that he passed some children and he said salam to them and uh, he said the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam also used to do that. How would he know? Because he was a kid. He was a kid who the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was saying salam to. So then he grew up, and 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 Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said salam to him. Sorry, so he would say salam to the children just like Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to as well. Because every now and then a person may pass by someone, or 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 because of their age or their economic status or whatever it is. And they think that this person is not worth my time saying salam to them. Think again. Babu salamu rajuli ala Zawjatihi wal marati min maharimihi Ala ajnabiyatin. Ah, Wa Wa uh uh ah, 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 وَأَجْنَبِيَاتٍ لَا This is a chapter with regards to a man saying salam to his wife, or to a woman from his uh, maharim, his unmarriageable kin, or on a woman who is not from his uh, unmarriageable kin, or several women who are not from the unmarriageable kin, on the condition that there is no... Fitna in their salam, no uh, uh, intention that would be mixed with something other than just saying salam for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Um, and, and they're saying salam back uh, only on this condition. Sahlin ibn Sa'din رضي ta'ala anhu qala kanat fina imra'atun, or fina imra'atun, wa fi rewaitin kanat lana ajuzun ta'khudhu min usul silki. فَتَطْرَحُهُ فِي فِي القِدْرِ تُكَرْكِرُوا حَبَّاتٍ مِنْ شَعِيرٍ وَتُكَرْكِرُوا حَبَّاتٍ مِنْ شَعِيرٍ فَإِذَا صَلَّيْنَا الْجُمُعَةَ نَصْرَفْنَا نُسَلِّمُ عَلَيْهَا فَتُقَدِّمُهُ إِلَيْنَا رواه البخاري رضي الله تعالى عنه وقوله تُكَرْكِرُوا أي تطحن سيدنا سهل بن سعد رضي الله تعالى عنه he uh, said that there was amongst us a woman, and in a different narration, uh, that there was, uh, there was a, 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 amongst the Muslims an old woman who used to take uh, uh, the roots of a plant and then put it in a, in a pot and uh, cook it uh, uh, with, uh, uh, um, with smashed uh, uh, grains of barley. And when we'd pray Jumwa and we'd leave, we would say salam to her and then she would offer it to us. She would offer it to us. I Meaning she cooked for the people who came to the masjid. The old woman cooked to the, for the people who came to the masjid. So the idea that she was a woman, she was not a mahram, but because she was an old woman who there's no fitna or anything like that from, that they used to say salam to her and, and she would say salam back, and that was, that was a good thing. That was not a bad thing. Uh Binti Abi Talibin Radiullah Ta'ala uh Fatihata Binti Abi Talibin call it a Taytun Nabiyah Sallallahu Ali U Salama Yom al Fatihi Wahuya Tasulu wa Fatima to uh Ali Hasalam Tasturuhu Fasalam Fasallamtu uh the Kartul Hadith Raw Muslim. So this is a, a, a snippet of a longer hadith. Umhani is the sister Fatiha, the daughter of Abu Talib, his full sister Sayyidina Ali Radiallah Ta'ala anhu. Um, that she accepted Islam on the day of the Fath, when the Prophet ﷺ came, uh, to, uh, when he conquered Makkah Mukarramah. And this is a long hadith. This is the hadith in which the sat duha of the Prophet ﷺ is taken. That when she entered under the Prophet ﷺ, Rasulullah ﷺ was, was uh, making ghusl. He was, he was uh, uh, taking, a, uh, taking ghusl. He was taking a purificatory bath. And say the say the Fatima anha, his daughter was was holding up a cloth to screen him from, from, from being seen while he was doing this, and uh, uh, and uh, 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 she said salam to him, and he returned her salam. So she's his cousin. He he's at this time over sixty years old. And uh, uh, he returned her, and she's also presumably an an old woman at that time, and uh, he returns her salam, and it means that it's not it's not haram to say salam to somebody who's a uh, who's a uh, not a not a mahram relative, and so he's using this as a dalil for that. And then afterward, when the Prophet ﷺ is done, he he'll pray. She she said then after I spoke to him. I, I accepted Islam and then spoke to him and then after that he prayed the Salat al so many raka'at. This is the Umm Hani, the, the uh, Umm Hani bint Abi Talib. She's the one who narrates this, the hadith of the Salat al-Duhah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once Sayyidatina Asma'i, uh, Asma'a binti uh, Yazida uh, radhiallahu wa ta'ala anha qalat mara alayna al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi niswatin fasallama alayna rawahu Abu dawuda wa tirmidhi uh, qalat hadithun hasanun وهذا أبي الترمذي أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في المسجد يوما وعسبة this is again a hadith we read just a couple of minutes ago um, this is a hadith that we read just a couple of minutes ago uh, from, uh, narrated by سماة بنت يزيد رضي الله تعالى عنها she said that the prophet passed by us uh, uh, a group of women, and he said salaam. And in the uh, that's the narration of Tirmidhi, and the narration of Abu Dawud is that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he uh, passed by uh, uh, the masjid one day, and there was a uh, a, a group of women uh, who were sitting, and he uh, he he raised his hand. Uh, uh he flagged his hand in, 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 as if to say. he flagged his hand in order to say salam to them are there any questions, so, I go, have, ahead. I have three questions. go ahead go okay, ahead when we started the that what was that when you, we started the dark, No, you say as-salamu Alaikum, right? If you're just going to say Assalamu Alaikum. If you're going to add to it, then you say Assalamu Alaikum. Sorry, sorry, Wa Alaikum Assalam. If you're just going to stop there, you stop there. But if you're going to add to it, you say Wa Alaikum Assalam. You don't say Wa Alaikum Assalam. Mm-hmm. Wa Alaikum Assalamu wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. The meme has a Dhamma on it. You put a Dhamma on the meme if there's going to be an Alif Lam afterward. And so some, some people will, 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 will put like a fat on it. That's a mistake. That's a, that's a mistake of somebody who hasn't like read Sarf or Qaraat or something like that. Okay, All second right. question. You said, <laughs> The Salat and al-Salam of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it comes in the narration that if a person, all they were to do other than their far the acts of prayer to say Salat al-Salam on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam said that if you, do, if, if, if you do that, it will take care of all of your worries and all of your woes and protect you from this and that and it's a whole list of fadail for it. So a person as many times as they say Salat Insalam on the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the better. As far as adab is concerned, if you're saying like a sentence or or a paragraph or reading something at least the first time the mention of the prophet sallallahu name is there you should say sallallahu alayhi wasallam after that it's it's mustahab it's recommended so you don't have to get up on someone if they if they just say the you know the prophet sallallahu the first time and then they said the prophet this the prophet that afterward you don't have to get up on people for that but the 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 Optimal way of, of doing it is that whenever mention is made that you say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and if it, that's again and again that's good and it's both the speaker and the one who's listening so much so to the point that in the Jummah Khutbah there's the, 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 the Fuqaha from amongst them there are those who say that you can say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam softly to yourself that's not considered speaking during the during the Jummah khutbah, and then you can obviously check with whatever your local mufti sahib and is, see is that, is that what we follow or not. But the point is is that that's, that's, there's a discussion about that being e- exempted at the bare minimum. And that this is the barakah of sitting in the, the majalis of the hadith of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is you get to say the salat in Islam again and again and again. But, like, that, that was one of my questions, so you that about saying it because speaking in Jummah, but I wasn't, I wasn't in yeah. But you... You don't don't say it out loud, just say it softly to yourself. Like like when you're in the prayer, you say subhanahu ala or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like that soft, you just say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to yourself. Okay. And then the last one, when someone comes into Jummah and there's a sister that greets you while Jummah is going on, what should you do? Ignore her. Okay. <laughs> if someone says salam to you while Juma is going on, ignore them. Okay. People do the most annoying soul chalkboard scratchingly <laughs> annoying. Of horrible and annoying things in Jummah and you just gotta like, just look at the Qibla and just take solace from the fact that nobody lives in this world forever. All of us will (laughs) one day, the angel of death will come to us and and allow us to leave and inshallah we'll never see any of these people on their iPhone again people saying salam to us again dudes like doing weird stuff you, 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 after that day inshallah Allah will protect us we never have to see any of that again inshallah yeah. any questions brothers yeah uh, I uh, the issue about Juma is um, usually in the Juma there's usually the English part and then after that there's all in Arabiya. Mm-hmm. So it's the Arabiya so is the Arabiya the two the two khutbas that are delivered from the mimbar after the second adhan that's the part you have to that that you that you have to observe quietness like you observe in the prayer. The the talk from beforehand you know you can there's a little bit of there's more leeway really you should respect you show respect at that time as well, but uh, 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 it's not haram, you know it's not haram off the bat to you know say well, alaikum or whatever at that time. <laughs> Unless you're being like really just, unless like the person talking is is like an actual like scholar and you're, you're you're just being like something that would be almost universally considered rude, that would be haram, but to disrespect one of the ulama for no reason. But like, yeah, if someone says salam and you could say Walayum salam discreetly during the ban, that's fine. Yeah. What's the best salam to send on the Prophet? What's the best salam to send on the Prophet? Uh I guess there's some discussion regarding it. There are a number of different riwayat that come in in, in the in the books of hadith. But uh, uh maybe the, the mashaq that that, that that uh uh we sat with they, they consider what they call the the Salat Ibrahimia. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammadin Kama Sallita ala Ibrahima wa ala ali Ibrahima in Majid. Allahumma barak ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahima wa ala Ali Ibrahima inna ka Allah knows best. Allah knows best. I don't, I, maybe the, 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 the question may be a bit beyond my pay grade. The only reason I mentioned this one is because it's the one that comes like through the most like rigorously authenticated channels. Although other ones are narrated, Sahih narrated as well. Can you say Sayyidina? Yeah, so this is this is an issue that some people, it's as a custom, they say, Sayyidina Muhammad, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. This is actually my habit as well. Uh, it's 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 all right. So from the fuqaha point of view, I think that there's some. It's like all right, but from the muhadith point of view, it 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 doesn't. It's not transmitted like, like like the other one is transmitted. You know, like it's one of those things. Like you say Muhammad, one of the prophets, name is said. You say sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but there's some like almost awkward times that you don't. You're not. You shouldn't say it. Which is like what? When you're reading the Quran, for example, then then you don't. You know there are some people who do, but that's like a very weak opinion. Like you you may say the name of the prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in ayah during the salat, and you're not. You don't have a time. You don't have time to say sallallahu alaihi wasallam why because it's the kalam of allah ta'ala if you're reciting you're going to enter other words in it that don't belong to it and if the the, the muqtadi recites or says it while you're reciting then they're showing disrespect to the 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 uh, uh, uh this the the speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so yeah uh that's that's like a time that maybe you wouldn't even say it at all I would, I would yeah, in salat, if, if 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 it comes, if it if the name of the Prophet sallallahu comes in a, a time that's other than, uh, I was talking about, yeah, the the prayer. Yeah, no, t- but say, yeah, say you, you can, but but yeah, in the Fuqaha don't have a the majority of the fuqaha don't have a problem with it if it's said out of respect. Mm-hmm. The they they prefer not to because they say that it's uh, not transmitted. Yeah. So I think with with something like that that's like uh huh I I want to say there's a mild prefer not a preference not to say it but I say it myself and the 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 I think the reason the, the ulama don't have a problem saying it yourself because it's part of the with, with some people that you don't refer to people like by their 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 their, their names directly but you refer by a title um, but from, from a transmission point of view, I think if Mulana Bilal was here, we can ask him, but I have a feeling if he was here, he would say, I have a mild preference not to say it. Bar yeah. feekum.